rising on an emerging generation of kings. Now, let's focus on what we're here for tonight. And it's all about the tribes, all about kings, tribes. I'm going to share my screen in a moment. But if you haven't reminded somebody or if you haven't shared the link, if you're on YouTube, the visibles are on YouTube, um, please share the link if you're on YouTube. Drop a comment. I can see David on YouTube. I can see Mrs. Balogo on YouTube. I can see Debbie the Dat on YouTube. Please share the link with your friends. King's Tribes Watch List is being powered by kings, but it's not limited to kings. So King's Tribes, once it's going to serve us, is also supposed to serve our generation by creating interest and industry-based communities designed to help people grow, thrive, flourish, and prosper as we advance God's kingdom in different sectors through our God-given gifts and graces. All right? Um, so that's what it's about. So in as much as we are launching, um, of course, giving members of Kings the first opportunity to plug into that, these tribes are literally going to grow. I don't want to jump, jump out of myself, right? But they're going to grow into major movements, major communities, major, major movements. And I, the reason it's important for us to do this today before we launch into the groups from next week is so that we can have an understanding of what exactly it is this is about because understanding is so powerful. I talked two Wednesdays ago. Uh, let me do the next five. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Can two walk together except they be agreed? And I said it's not just two human beings; it's two spirits. It's a spirit and a human being. It's an angel and a human being. It's a demon and a human being. Any two cannot walk together except they be agreed. In other words. Even if you're flat meat, but you're not mind meat, you may end up being bed meat and then in meat. Come on, people. Did you hear that? that was good? Someone send me that. Send me that. That's good white paper. That's good white paper. Right? Even if you're flat meat, but you're not mind meat, you might end up being bed meat and perish as in meat. Come on, people. All right. Uh, okay. There's a comment from Jimmy that I miss. For me, it was pressure from delivering on my job, and I kept saying to myself, this pressure will yield the best results in the future for me. So stay in the end, it's good stuff. So you channel the pressure instead of allowing the pressure pressure you. All right. Look at somebody, tag somebody, say, don't let the pressure pressure you. All right. All right. All right. So let's go real quick. Let me share my screen so that we can begin to dive into it. I'm trusting that we're going to have some time for Q&A at the end of it, so I need to run pretty fast. I'm going to need scribes in the comment section to post the scriptural references as we pro progress and proceed so that I don't have to switch in between windows and tabs and we can all go and grow together. So this is a presentation on King's Tribes, um, the purpose, the benefits, and your place in it. The purpose, the benefits, and your place in it. So if we're going to take um, a prophetic mandate, which is to raise kings in, in the uh, in, to raise kingdom influences in nations, generations, and systems, we are going to need the kit, the K-I-T. We're going to need the kit. We're going to need kings in tribes. 
If you want to go to space, you need to cheat up. Isn't that so? If you want to go to, like, you want to, you know, fly, turn the rig, you need to cheat up. If you want to swim, deep sea diving, gone for a scuba diving, you have to cheat up. Um, if you want to go far enough, you need to cheat up. If you're going to a, a desert place, you need to put something over your head, maybe like a turban or something. You've seen how, the way you're dressed in Arabia. A major part of that is they are cheating up for the environment that they are moving into, right? They have to dress up for what they're going into. And there are many of us, we have the promise, but we don't have the right package for the promise. Let me just say this. Every promise of God concerning your life is going to require a different version, different version, different expression, or different extension of you. Write that down somewhere. Every promise of God concerning your life will require a completely different version or a different expression or a different extension of you. You are not just going to enter into the promise as a result of desire. Mm -mm. You will have to also make some adjustments to be able to get into it. So even as a ministry, as we grow and as we thrive and as we expand, our structure will change, our systems will change, our uh, Possibly our uh, frameworks for meeting will change. Some of the uh, expressions will change, right? Meeting spaces will evolve. There are actually meeting spaces I have in my head that I cannot use now because Nigeria is not ready for it and he gets not ready for it. <laughs> right. right. But those things are going to have to change over time. So, for example, uh, now we're running meeting services and meetings and we're doing it on Zoom and streaming to YouTube. Right, and I think so far people are getting really blessed. I'm under less pressure to finish all my points on Sunday. You all are under less pressure to sit after you've been saturated with a full hour of intense preaching and teaching. Right, so these changes will have to happen over time. So flexibility is going to become an asset, right? Not the flexibility of rebellion, but the flexibility of strategic alignment. What does that mean? That means that we know what the vision is, we know what the goal is, we know what our big dream is to reach a billion souls, right? By November 23rd, 2006, we have all of that. But we're going to have to be flexible in the way we approach it. And that flexibility requires that we're going to cheat up. Please on the tab in the comment box, cheat up, 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 cheat up. Cheat up. Who remembers Keto Sandals? Is it Keto Slippers? Anybody remember Keto? <laughs> right. It doesn't really remember Keto. There used to be uh, Butter. Butter shoes. If you remember butter, you're an ancient of days. Sorry. You're an ancient in days. <laughs> right? Hey, you remember butter? There was butter. Right? B-A-T-A. -A. Very nice shoes. Very beautiful soles like this. As an S-O-L-E-S. And then Keto sandals came. And Keto could thrive in water, in sand, and dust. It was such an asset. And for those who went to Bottom House, you know that if they stole your Keto's sandals, you're in trouble with your mom or dad. Right? So part of what we're, we're doing now is that we're engaging and embracing the possibility and the, the uh, flexibility required for this season. What is the flexibility required for this season? We must then move from just a congregation gathering on Sundays to clusters and communities. So we're in a place now, don't forget, we've done firm foundations the first five years. We're moving to massive movements. And those massive movements will require 
a certain kind of gear. You don't go to Sambisa Forest the same way, dress the same way you're going to the Good Beach. There are two different experiences, right? You don't go to Moscow the same way you're going to Isain or Akure or Oka, right? You have to dress for what you're going into. So for us to become immersive, penetrative, transformational, we must engage the wisdom of tribes. The Lord spoke to me, end of 2020. He said that there's a massive inheritance for kings, but kings will have to engage, write this down, the wisdom of tribes. The wisdom of tribes. And so it's very important that I share with you some of that wisdom as we begin to navigate this together. All right? Is that fine? Are we good? Are we good? Are we good? So let's start with what is a tribe? What is a tribe? In fact, let me, let me try flip the seat. When you think about a tribe, what came to your mind? What came to your mind when you thought about tribes? What came to your mind? Just tell me. Anything. So tribes, okay, what came to your mind? <laughs> nice one. Okay, so children of Israel, pillars and like-minded people, legitimate like-minded people in the community, flashing for you, my people. <laughs> hey, flash. Uh, Cooper said, my people. I love that. My people, not your but my own. Osha is a culture. Go to say, King's men, beautiful. Then they say, Where I belong. Awesome. So we said, Tribes men at the, the music group that time, right? Is that, who is that? LD and all those guys, right? Community with like minds. Beautiful, beautiful. We all have a great idea of what tribes are. We all have a great idea of what tribes are. Now, if we're going to go by the definition, by dictionary definition, a tribe is a social division, and for those, you can screenshot this anyway. Um, if you're taking notes, just highlight the key things you need on your Evernote or whatever notes, you, uh, whatever software you take notes on. So a social division in a traditional society, watch this now, consisting of families or communities linked. So there's a link now by social economic, religious, or blood ties. That's not all. They have a common culture, they have a common language, and typically they have a recognized leader. Right? A recognized leader. Now, a tribe is a part of a part. So a tribe doesn't just exist by itself, right? It's not just something that exists loosely. So a, a tribe is the subset of a society and is also the matriarch of another community. So a tribe is very powerful in that it is bigger than a family, watch that now, but it is smaller than a society. It's smaller than a civilization. So it bridges, watch this now, it bridges the huge weight, the huge opportunity, the huge potential of a society into the more personal feel of a family. So a tribe is bigger than a family, smaller than a society. Therefore, in a tribe, I can enjoy all the value, all the great things in a society, but in a personal way, in a personal way, are we seeing this now? In a personal way, 
This is key. So a tribe is a distinctive or close-knit group. Uh, it oftentimes includes a large number of people. But you see, the word tribe there is from T-R-I, which is tribe. And it came from um, the, the Roman structural political setup, right? Where they had different political political divisions. Now, when you think about political, don't just think about parties, think about power. I think I taught you that in uh, the Rise of Kings last year, right? We did that in Rise of Kings last year. So don't just think about, when you think about political class or party, don't think about games, think about power. So in Rome, they had divisions or subsets of power bases. And they started originally with three and then later they became 30, and later they became 35. So it was a power base. So a tribe takes the, the power, the capacity of a nation or of a society and chunks it out in a way that is more focused and more directed so that the collective energy of that tribe can reflect the mission, the mandate, the purpose of that bigger society. Are we getting this? Does this make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you get it? Are we getting it? Are we, are we getting it? Talk to me in the comments. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the comments. All right, beautiful. Now, when you don't have a tribe, what happens? It's like throwing somebody, boom, into a nation. And so the person is wondering, wow, this is such a beautiful city by four lonely. Let me ask a question. How many of you have lived abroad before? You've lived abroad before. You lived abroad before, maybe London, maybe uh, UAE, maybe Mexico, USA, maybe Ghana, maybe Togo, maybe Benin Republic, Uganda, maybe Somalia. Is anyone lived, lived abroad before? All right. Yeah, to me, you lived in London, yeah, in the UK. Which which city were you in? Were you in London, Birmingham, um, Manchester, Bristol, Croydon? You're in Bradford. Now, I can almost bet, don't let me put words in your mouth, but tell me if it's not true. But if you're in Bradford, I can almost bet that you were lonely at least 40% of the time, right? At least initially, but that's so. Bradford, you don't have huge black communities the way you have in other parts like London or Manchester. Yeah, but me. <laughs> to me, it's 90%. Beautiful. Bumi, you lived in Germany before. Tell us. Right? I'm almost sure, Bumi, because in Germany, you would also face a bit of racism. It might be systemic. It might be very subtle, but you will face a bit of racism in Germany. And then the culture is very different. Like, they are very feisty and all of that stuff. And it's not the kind of African feistiness that has some play around it. It's like... Uh, all right. Okay. So, Bumi, how long were you for at least the first three months or so? Talk to us. Um, I think Google was trying to say something about her own. Okay, Google was in Birmingham. Was Google in Birmingham? All right. My uh, cursor is getting. <laughs> Who said I had fun? You had friends. Now, Google, tell us if you did you land into the city 
just the city or you landed into a family or you landed into a tribe or you landed into a community tell, tell us because I want this to be very practical hurry up hurry up hurry 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 up hurry. exactly so you landed into a community that was the saving grace if I can use that expression you landed into a tribe. You landed into a space of people that did not think it weird that there was so much pepper in your soup. Because almost everywhere I've traveled, they go to your spice. So much pepper is too spicy. I, this is not even, the pepper is not even doing. It's not even okay. Right? The atarodin is not atarodin. It's eroding, not atarodin. Right? <laughs> yeah? Yeah, Arch, you've lived the book before, but I guess you landed in the community as well. So when you said I expressed racism, it was easier to handle because I made a friend from Nigeria. Absolutely. So this is the point I'm trying to make. Sunday services, right? Sunday services with those hundreds of people is like a big society to many people. Particularly because we're reaching a lot of people who are either not used to church culture or who have been out of church for a while one of them just joined us again on Sunday he's been following me on social media for a while and then he came second service on Sunday and in his words he said it is home for all he said I'm coming back this is my church now there's another girl on, on the island I think it was Rosamond that brought her Charity Rosamond are you here Charity said to me on Sunday said this is my church now I just feel the love right why is that the case? The reason that's the case is that there is a tribal dimension that we manifest only on Sundays. Now, what's that tribal dimension? Oh, you hug somebody, you greet somebody, you help somebody. So, what we're seeing is you're having people come into a big society, you give them a tribal touch on Sunday, then the rest of the week, <laughs> you leave them back in the pool of sharks. Right? You leave them back in the Buhar and the Buhari. You leave them back in the APC, CPC, IPC, ICPC, God forbid, RIP. So we need to be able to build those tribes in such a way that the fish don't fall through the net. Right in the comment box, say, don't let the fish fall. Don't let the fish fall. Don't let the fish fall. Who let the fish fall? Who? Who, 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 who let the fish fall? Stop, 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 stop. Don't let the fish fall. And by the way, the nets that we throw out just for Sundays, some people ain't coming for the nets. They want hook, line, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinker. They want a more personal touch. They want you to ask, how are you? But pastor cannot do that. The pastors cannot do that for 300, 400, 500, and as we grow, more people, right? So there is no way, there's no way where we are where Pastor Vicky alone will be able to handle the needs of 24 to 30 people in KMT and the band and then people who come to support from time to time. There's just no way. So how do you help those people? How do you minister to those people? How do you make them feel loved? How do we ensure that even if not, it's not about that cousin for their birthday and they didn't get a big cake, somebody gives them a cupcake, somebody gives them a personal hug, somebody gives them, you know, orders them Dreamier Foods or Global App or something like that. If you're hearing, say, I hear, I hear, I hear. 
right? Who let the fish fall? Who? Who let the fish fall? By the way, if you're a team leader and your fish are not here, you better uh, reach out to them and say, hello fish, jump in the, in the net now. Jump in the net, in the internet, okay? Who let the fish fall? So that's, that's, that's what we're talking about. So a couple of things about a tribe. There are more things than this. Things about a tribe. Number one, it's a, okay, so it was a tribe is a group of people, community with similar values, interests, common ancestor, or a common leader. So there are about 10 major things about a tribe. Some of them are on the slide. I'll give you the others. Number one, it's about people. The tribe is not about position. It's not about titles. I need to say this because as we grow, we're going to have tribal leaders. As we grow, we're going, in fact, we're going to launch with tribal leaders, but they're going to be termed leaders. So we're going to have leaders who are termed for a start, right? So this first tribal term is going to run for four weeks, four Thursdays. Today is an introductory Thursday, so it's not one of the four Thursdays. The first Thursday will start from the 27th of October. And we're going to run that for four Thursdays. Are we here? We're going to run that for four Thursdays. And we're going to have tribal leaders. But it's not about the leaders. It's not about the, the titles. It's not about the curriculum. It's not about the outline. It's about the people. That's number one. Number one, it's about the people. So whoever is going to be a tribal leader is the one who will suffer the most for the people. That's what a leader is. The one who carries the weight of the people, who, who blesses, ministers, prays for, supports, but much important, more, most importantly, listens. The role of the tribal leader is not to talk and talk and talk. It is to listen, facilitate conversations, create a safe space for fellowship and fruitfulness. I hope somebody's writing that down. Somebody should write that down somewhere. The role of the tribal leaders, right, is not to talk and talk and talk. It is to listen attentively. All right? Listen attentively and facilitate conversations that supports fellowship and fruitfulness. Fellowship, somebody say fellowship. And fruitfulness. We want to be fruitful. We want to be able to. We want to be able to facilitate. So number one, number two, it's about community. And not to my own teacher community, but community. I like. I like to break down words. So in my mind, community is common unity. Community, common unity, common unity. Right? Okay. Commune, that's the root word, to commune. So there must be fellowship. That means those tribes are almost like couch convo kind of setting. Even though I think three out of the four will be virtual and the final one is going to be physical, right? That final one is going to be like a party of sorts, like a house party or party of sorts. Okay? Give me a moment, guys. Just one moment. here okay number three those tribes are built on similarities this is important 
Because no matter how similar you are, right? So we're so blessed in the house to have different sets of twins, right? So we have Esther Humans, we have Ogie and Ogo, we have Mirajan and Marianne, we have Kenny and Taiwo, we have um, NY's children. So we have five sets of twins. Now, one of the bigger things I've always tried to do is to know who's Mary Jane and who's Marianne. Who ever got confused about Ogie and Ogo for the longest time? Did anybody ever get confused about identifying Ogie or Ogo? And then Esther and Eunice, like, yo, what's the difference? You guys look alike. Um, but everyone again, I, I just study, and sometimes they just tell me, ah, P-Dams now, P-Dams now, this one, that one. And they're like, oh, wow, you so... <laughs> it's the confession for me. <laughs> he was there. He was like, I'm so confused. <laughs> no. Now, the <laughs> oh my word, so many people on this table. Oh gosh, me, I've, I've gotten cold so, but once in a while for Mary Jane and Mary, and I'm still like, and then AY's daughters. So, but we'll get there. But see, you want to tell me, they say, Pilams, I'm surprised people are, are mixing us up. We're so different. Like, okay, I'm going to tell you that they are so different, like, different. Now, of course, as we've come to know them better, some of us have seen some of those differences. But this is the point I want us to know. No matter how keen you are, no matter how keen you are, no matter how close you are, there will always be differences. So the differences, watch this, between you and others are either gaps through which God glorifies himself or through which God expects you to express his grace. Every difference in your life is not a reflection that you see in somebody. Every difference is you see in somebody in your life. Husband, brother, wife, twin, flatmate. Is it that God wants to show you his glory or God wants you to show them his goodness? Are we, are we getting this now? Hey, Jeff, it's good to see you. <laughs> I'm sorry, they even look alike. It's true, they actually don't. Now that I've come to know them more, right? But I want you to get them down. Don't miss that. It's crucial. I don't want us to focus on our differences as the primary point. We will differ to our differences from the premise of grace and glory. What does that mean? On the tribe, you're going to find some people who are annoying. Let's just say it as it is. Look at your neighbor, tag somebody, say some of us are just annoying. Uh, yeah, some of us come off in a certain way at different times. So learn to manage that without having to damage the purpose to which we're all called, right? It's about similarities. But this is how we correct the differences the, or correct the negative differences. Not by forcing people, but by showing the right values, the shared values. Yes, so only one person is being honest that some of us can be annoying. In fact, I think everybody can be annoying from time to time. It's just that the frequency varies. For some people, like 0.00001, maybe people like me. I like to think so. <laughs> For some people, they're like 99%. Their annoyance game is very strong. Don't worry, grace is available. Amen? So anytime there's a difference between you and somebody else, God is either showing you his glory, maybe the person is faster or comes across as wiser or more intelligent. That's a dimension of grace and glory. Or God wants you to minister grace. Right? To that weakness or that issue or that challenge. Okay? Number four, shared values. Number five, common interests. Common interests. Let me give you some more. Number six, a common leader. 
common leader. Number seven, a common origin. So the tribes will never watch become independent. The tribes will always be dependent on kings. Okay? If in the future or whatever we decide to give the tribes names or whatever, I, mean, I like the names that are direct and simple. Tech tribe, creative tribe, and what's that tribe? Simple tribe, right? I, it's direct. But we might keep the names because I also like creativity and flexibility in it. It's interesting. Both of them live very well inside me. Right? But they will never become independent. So the tribe is not supposed to become a king's creative King's people, King's social impact sanctuary, kisses. <laughs> right? They never become that. They never become that. <laughs> right? Because they are dependent, they have a common origin. Right? I'll give you the others later. Let's move because of time. Let's move because. Um, and then now some of you that are laughing you don't know where you're going to be the tribal leaders so everybody be listening very well very very well because you're going to be tribal leaders some of you and we're trying to make sure that the tribal leaders are not the same as departmental leaders right or team leads because we want to grow the leadership structure in the house we also don't want to overburden people there might be one or two team leads who turn out to be tribe leaders but more often than not the tribe leader and the assistant tribe leader will not be um, an existing leader. All right. God called, uh, called individuals. So we see tribes in the Bible. God calls individuals. But when he called individuals, he sent them to nations. And in some cases, he made them nations. So in the Bible, when we see the 12 tribes of Israel... The 12 tribes of Israel, now the scripture reading is about to start, so I need my fast fingers, please. The 12 tribes of Israel were actually human beings. Human beings became the tribes. Human beings became so powerful that they became tribes. In fact, the, the word Israel, the name Israel, was the name that God gave to a man called Jacob who wrestled with God. Oh, Makaya. He wrestled with God and Jacob became a nation. Can I just prophesy right now? Can I prophesy that this 1,000, becoming 1,000, it is somebody's reality here. It's not just one of you. It's not just two of you. It's not just three. I'm telling you no lie. Some of you are going to start businesses that will employ 1,000 people. Some of you will definitely write books that will minister to more than 1,000, 10,000, 100,000 people. Some of you who have missionary efforts within kings and for others outside kings that will reach thousands. This is a prophetic word concerning this house. It was a man that became a nation. Then that man who became a nation, what does, don't forget I said they have a common leader and a common origin. Abraham gave birth to Isaac. Isaac gave birth to Jacob. Jacob, he had 12 sons. The 12 sons became 12 tribes. You see that now. Right? Well, the 11th son, that is, that is uh, Joseph, then he had two, Ephraim and Manasseh. And they became tribes. Are we here? So, individuals become nations. Individuals. 
I'm, I'm not damnation, but you can call me damnation. Come on. Come on. Put your name with a nation on it. Put your name with a nation. Put some Google nation, Duny nation, a Jade nation, David nation, true nation, Israel nation. But if your name is Abomi, don't, don't call it because that would be abomination. Now, what I'm trying to get us to see is that what we are starting may seem like mm, it's just one of those things. It's not one of those things. It's one of the major catalysts for our next level of growth, impact, and influence. So God called individuals, but watch this. Even when he made a promise to an individual, it took a tribe for the territorial expansion part of that promise to come to pass. This is the reason. No matter how great you are as a man, you are not strong enough to personally cultivate all the land that God will give you. Follow this. No matter how powerful, gifted, godly, gorgeous, gracious, graceful, 5G, you can be a 5G man. You will never be strong enough to cultivate every part of the land. God is going to show you. God said to Abraham, See, lift up your eyes as far as your eyes can see. He says, that's what I'll give to you and your descendants. If all you're going to do is to cultivate the land that God has given to you, you will die cultivating it and you won't go far. Because God gives you so much more than your feet can step into at once. This is the wisdom of tribes. Are you here? Because in a tribe, things God has proposed me as an individual, that I will only get as I collaborate, associate with, align with, submit to, support other people. So tribes are not for me, myself, and I, international ministries. Tribes are not for, let me see what I can get. It is going to be the coalescence of thoughts, the confluence of graces, the convergence of gifts. Are we here now? Come and talk to me. If I'm talking to you, let and emoji some. So somebody please give us uh, Genesis 49 verse 1. Genesis 49 verse 1. This is the reason I did others and our great grandfathers just because they were promiscuous or they wanted a lot of pleasure. One of the major reasons people used to marry a lot of wives then was because the wives would determine the number of children not the would have. The number of hands that they to store, extend the influence, fame that was natively um, obtained by their fallen minds and interpreted just as you know casual pleasure, physical strategy kind of thing. What God really wants is that God wants His God tribes on earth. How do I know? Let me tell you how I know. How many tribes were there? 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 Twelve tribes, right? How many tribes do you say? Do you know what Jesus told them? In Luke, he said, see, you, if you suffer with me, you will reign with me, and then you will sit on thrones with me and judge the twelve tribes of Israel. When you go to the heavenly Jerusalem, there were twelve gates and twelve foundations. Now represent the 12 disciples, 12 apostles, and the 12 tribes. So the 12 tribes were also part of the eternal ordinance that God already had in mind. 
It was not like later God said, okay, let me now design the, the, the heavenly Jerusalem. Or let me let me just do something for these disciples and these tribes. No, tribes have always been a part of the government structure of God. So watch this. The 12 disciples and the 12 apostles were a reflection, watch this, of the character of God. The tribes were a reflection, watch this, of the capacity of God. The capacity of God. So with discipleship, what you have is that you develop people, you develop their character. With tribes, you are growing their capacity. Anybody get this? Get this. Anybody see this? See this? So Genesis, you see tribes. Revelations, you see tribes. This is the wisdom of tribes. So Genesis 49, 1, 1. And Jacob called his sons and said, Gather together that I may tell you what shall befall you in the last days. Then he began to prophesy. Give me verse 28. Give me verse 20. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Ogo. It says, all these are the 12 tribes of Israel. And this is what their father spoke to them. And he blessed them. He blessed each one according to his own blessing. In tribes... We're not just seeing the capacity of the rather the character of a man. We're seeing the capacity of the kingdom. It's through tribes that the capacity of the kingdom is given magnificence. Are we here now? Help me, somebody. Help me. Somebody if you're getting this, let me know you're feeling this. If you're getting this, let me know you're let 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 let, let me know you're feeling this. All right. So, if a ministry, and by the way, you can have a tribe without having tribes, okay? You can have a tribe without calling tribes rather. But if a ministry doesn't have discipleship, you have great power within the four walls. But for you to have great power in the culture, you must move beyond discipleship into tribal deployments. This is the reason in Genesis 26, when it was, that the angel, the apparition of God, manifestation of God, the theophanic engagement of God, was a theophany. A theophany is God manifesting himself in a form that man can interface with him. When that theophanic manifestation of God engaged Jacob and wrestled him, wrestling was almost day, and you know, God's manifestation needed to go. He said, Today, you are now Israel. Why? Because you have power, watch this, with God and with man. Power with God is developed through discipleship. Power with man is discipled or is developed through tribal influence. Tribal influence. Are we getting this now? It's important. Now, when you go to Revelation 20, can someone give us... Revelation 21 verse 12. Revelation 21 verse 12. So Genesis 49 verse 1 it said, Come to me, sons. But in 28 it said, These are the tribes. So the sons are the tribes. And error many people make, right, with this whole kingdom thing, is that people have not discovered their sonship, but they want tribal influence. 
they will describe you. They, in fact, they will give you tribal marks in the world. That's what they will do. Because if you're trying to have tribal influence in culture and governance and society without being called as a son first, you are going to be such a joke. The enemy will make mockery of you. This is the reason people are not going to be allowed to join the tribes if they've not finished master life. And we get in this now because you see, sometimes there are decisions I make, there are things I say and I do, and I don't have enough time to unpack them. Right, and when I start unpacking, some of you will be like, "Pdms, I was so blessed by the message, but could we have closed a little earlier?" Well, I was trying to unpack something so you can understand where it's coming from. It's biblical. The people who are going to be called to war have to be people who have grown to a certain age, twenty years and above. They have come of age so that they won't end up in a cage. But they will reflect that they are from this age, page after page, even though they are not page boys, they are bookmen. Amen. Are you getting that? Because some people don't understand this, this process. The tribal thing is it to you. Sonship more difficult. That's why our discipleship program is very intense. I need to move. Are we are we feeling this? Are we getting this now? So there are many people who are not called as sons in Genesis 49, but they go to this lock, they go to that one lock, they go to this house, they go to black house, white house, green house, yellow house, Azeroth, Olumarok, this rock, at the end of the day, it ends with C-Rock. Okay? Because they're not sons. It's sons that become tribes. It's sons who become tribes. Do we, do we get it? How is it doing you? Me, it's doing me very deeply, but don't let me preach because I just want to teach today. Let me be gentle now. Genesis 72 verse 28. Can somebody give, give it to us, please? Instead of going to see rock, you better see the rock. All right. <laughs> Let's go now. Uh, Genesis 32 verse 28. Give it to us. Give, 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 give it to us now. Where are my fast fingers, guys? We still have quite a number of slides, and I need to run. Watching the time. Can we run, please? Can, can. All right. It says, And your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with man and have prevailed. Let me tell you something. Struggle is not a sign that you will not prevail. Failing master life three or four times does not mean you will not prevail. Let me put it like this. Failing master life two or three times does not mean your pastoral calling is not waiting for you sometime two or three years down the line. So, okay, let me just let me just feel so that they will not even they won't even think I'm serious. Because man, I don't want to be a minister inside this ministry. I just want to be a minister, right? And maybe once in a while drink a mini cup of star. The devil is a liar. That ministry inside of you, whether you get zero or zero is zero, is zero six or Okumba zero six. Whatever you get, God's called you. We are committed to helping you becoming all of that. Amen. So then Joseph see, you have, you have fought with God, you have struggled with God, and you have prevailed. You did not win. You didn't win. The prevailing is that you were broken. Prevailing with God <laughs> happens when you allow him to break you. That's a completely different uh, 
teaching. But get it. Let's go to Numbers 116. Numbers 116. I need speed. I need, in fact, let me tell you what you should do if, if you can do this. Once you see any verse on the scripture, just copy. Don't paste it here, though. Paste the one I asked for. But copy the other ones. Can we go so we can move fast? Numbers 116. Are we feeling good? Are we feeling good? On, on Zoom, are we all right? Are we good? All right. So look at this. Numbers 116. These, see that now. Thank you, guys. Thank you, ladies. These were chosen from the what? The congregation. Leaders of their father's tribes. Heads of the divisions of Israel. So they were chosen from the congregation. Now watch this. The important thing here is to realize that the congregation is pivotal and primary. But it's not all that God wants to do. So with the congregation, we see the worship culture. We see the attributes, the fruits of the spirit. We see the glory of God. We see the temple uh, manifestations. We see the, the glory cloud and all of that. But there is a tribal influence that God wants in the earth. This is the reason there is a river, watch this, a river, primary. But the river doesn't end there. He said there's a river whose streams, Psalm 46, streams make glassy of God. That is the agenda of God. One river, different streams. One river, different streams. Right? One river, different streams. Different streams. Yeah, different streams, and you see that in uh, in Genesis as well. There was a river, and then it broke out into four heads. Are we here now? Gideon and Gihon and Pison. But see this now. When we have different streams, the same spirit of God in tech, the same spirit of God in social impact, the same spirit of God in business. Same spirit of God in career. Paul is articulate enough to remind us. He says, the same spirit, different administrations. Same spirit, different operations. Why? Because in him is the fullness of the God and bodily. We are complete in him. In him are hid all the treasures of knowledge and wisdom. There's one that is blowing my head, my mind right now. I shared with PLT, uh, I think two or three days ago. My devotion that morning. I just saw this, and I, I really love Colossians 1. I love all the epistles anyway. But Colossians 1 just does some things to me, right? And then I saw the stuff, right? Colossians 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Okay, you can send to me personally as well. Colossians 1, verse 19. Do you know what it says? It says, so spacious is he, that's Jesus. So spacious is Jesus. So expansive, this message comes from the poster. So expansive, watch this, that everything of God finds its proper place in Him without crowding. And don't tell me I'm doing too much. If I'm doing what God sent me to do, it's not too much. Because it says that in God, in Jesus, He says, so spacious. Look at some say there's a room, there's room for you in Kings. Say, I've not found my place. Don't worry. The tribes are here now. Oh, I, I don't feel connected. The tribes are here now. The tribes are here now. He said, not only that, but all the uh 
I'm looking for it. It said from beginning to the end, he's there, towering far above everything else. Everyone so spacious as he, so expansive that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. That means, how does, I, you know, I've taught people a lot in uh, multi giftedness and multi potentiality. Now, see, the issue is not that you have many gifts or many abilities, it's that you have not understood the order, the sequence. It's the symmetry, the arrangements. That's the issue there. Because see, God is managing the moon, the sun, the stars, the Andromeda, the shooting stars. He's managing the grains of sand in there. Trillions and quadrillions and quintillions. He's managing the molecules of air. He's managing the hairline on your interstate. He's managing the traffic jam on the Fifth Street of New York at the same time blocking somebody uh, from Red Street in Shanghai. He is there. He says everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding not only that but all the broken and dislocated pieces of the universe people and things animals and atoms get properly fixed and get properly fixed and fit together in vibrant harmonies all because of his death his blood that poured down from the cross don't tell me god is not good i feel his glory all around now So if your life looks confusing, it's just intelligence of God that we need. And we'll go find it in those tribes. Why? There are certain questions, concerns, issues, and challenges that you cannot effectively address on Sunday because you need somebody who has walked through that place before. The way blood is supplied to your head is different from the way it's supplied to your feet. It's the same blood. But the administration has to be different. Your head has far more requirements than your, than your feet. So the administration of the word also needs some specific distillation for them to sink and seep into the exact scenarios of your life. Make sense? Let's proceed. Numbers 24 verse 2. Give it to me. Give it to me now. Numbers 24 and 2. I'm racing, I'm racing, I'm racing, I'm racing, I'm racing. All right. Numbers 24 verse 2. And Balaam raised his eyes and saw Israel encamped. Thanks, Mrs. Balaam, for that. Saw Israel encamped according to their tribes. And the Spirit of God came upon him. They were encamped according to their tribes. Do you know the end of the story? Israel could not be cursed because they were in their tribes. Watch this. And do you know what God said? God said, I have not seen any transgression in Jacob. I have not seen any iniquity in Israel. What? These guys were messing up. These guys were in debauchery. This guy, but because they were in their tribes. Hayakumene. They were governors. See, where, even when you have some failures in your life, if you're in your tribe, if you're in your place, you know, if you buy, are we here now? Okay, give me the last, no, last two. I don't want to overteach, so I'm trying to pay some. Numbers 26, five, uh, 55, let's go. Numbers 26, 55, give it to us. Somebody shout, I have a personal promise, but we have a corporate mandate. Put it there, say personal promise, corporate mandate. Personal promise, corporate mandate. What does that mean? I hold on to the truth personally. But we take territories together. We take territories together. See that? In Numbers 26 verse 55. But the land shall be divided by lot. It's not saying that 
by allotments, almost if you put P on it, you'll be right in today's uh, language. The land will be allocated by plots or acres or hectares, whatever the uh, measure in the metric equivalent was back then. So the land shall be done by law. But this is the deal. How shall they inherit it? How shall they inherit the land? How shall they inherit the land? They will inherit the land according to the names of the tribes of their fathers. Oh, how I wish somebody will realize that what God is about to do is so gloriously explosive. Some of you is going to be like, wow, wow. Now I know again for the third or the fifth or the seventh time why God led me to kings. Do you know why? Because once we enter into this tribal wisdom, you're going to start seeing so much spiritual value, so much spiritual wealth, so much spiritual intelligence, so much spiritual capacity, collaboration, sensitivity on another level. Now, they're not going to inherit the land according to their height. Mm -mm. It's not according to their weight. Mm -mm. Not according to their skin color. All of that are not there. It's according to the name. Because... Let me ask you, when you buy land, for those who have bought land, for those who have not bought land, receive grace and a resource to buy land this year, before this year is over, in the name of Jesus. Those of you who bought land, what do they give you? They give you what? A title deed. What is on that title deed? Your name and your papa name. So the, the claim to fame, the claim to fame, the right of ownership, is evidenced by the name, not by your height. You don't buy the land by, you don't defend your ownership of land by your height. In other words, your personal ascension in your career is not enough for what God wants to do. It's not how high, how prominent I am in my industry. I'm running very fast. You, if you are running alone, you will come down at some point. The way you build, and the Jews know this, we started the Jews at some point, is that they go in as clusters, they go in as communities, they're going as troops, as tribes, as groups. We hear now. You're climbing high. Just be climbing, no. Just be climbing. By the way, if the Lord is blessing you in a certain area, expose your tribe, your kinsmen, your tribesmen to it. Guys, this is what's happening now. This is where I'm investing now. This is what I'm checking out now. Please, I'll send you a couple of messages. Come and look at it. What do you think? I'm about to buy this land. What are your thoughts? Of course, I'm not saying share with everybody, but I'm saying take advantage of the corporate intelligence, right? Give me, uh, give us numbers 36 verse 9. Get wrong. Thus no inheritance shall change hands from one tribe to another. But every tribe of the children of Israel shall keep its own inheritance. This is the deal. There are certain things that are given to certain tribes. Let me just, let me, let me just put it like this. Some people are good with music. Forget it. And it's inside that music, there are different aspects. There are some people that are good, like uh, Pastor Vicky. She's good with prophetic, prophetic singing. Cooper is great with prophetic play. I am great with prophetic songwriting or song destination. Daddy Praise is good with uh, vocal, vocal dexterity and riffs. One music, different oils. Are you hearing that now? So I can explore the atmosphere and get a sound 
And my voice might not be able to carry it as strong as it as as it needs to be carried. I can get Pastor Vicky or Jason or are you getting this now? Do you get it? Or Cooper can be playing something and as was playing something, trigger something in my personal portal. This is the glory of God. This is the glory of tribes. Some people are good with money. Forget it. They are good with money. They're good with making it, accounting and managing. Some people are only good with spending. <laughs> so we'll find all of our graces and gifts and strengths and work them together. Amen? Let's go. So if you want to know what king stripes are, you can screenshot this. This is important. What are king stripes? They are basically interest and industry-based growth communities or communities designed to help you grow, thrive, flourish and prosper as we advance God's kingdom in different sectors to our God-given gifts and graces. That's what it is. These are what King Stripes are. They're interest and industry-based communities and they're designed to help you grow. We want it to grow. So part of the content of the tribal meetings will be how am I applying the word this week? What are the challenges of it? So it's basically going to be like a SWOT kind of content, spiritual nourishment kind of thing, work applications, right? Opportunities, growth opportunities, and then tests, trials, training, temptations, right? Someone wants to write it down. What's going to be the breakdown for our tribal meetings? We're going to follow a SWOT technique, right? Not the same SWOT that you know, but they're like acronyms, so that's their business. <laughs> I'm creating my own SWOT. Spiritual growth, strengths, right? Work application. So how can I apply this thing in tech this week? How can I apply this thing in social impact this week? In business, in career this week? In the creative industry this week? What are the opportunities? What do I see online? What do I start see on Google? What my boss say to me that everybody on the team needs? Then what are my current temptations? Which girl is winking at me? Which boy is buying me ticket to Bahamas behind people's backs. And I'm already plotting at the back of my mind how I'm going to lie to them that I'm dealing with some personal issues. I will not be I will not be around next week Sunday, not knowing that a guy is about to carry me to Qatar and do things to me that will give me Qatar. Buy that devil in Jesus' name. So we'll do a test, trials, temptations. Next year. It cannot be only me that this congee is catching. That's what you say in this in this meeting. I cannot be the only one who is feeling the supper now. Right? So we'll deal with that. Okay? Community is strength. And I don't need to do the many of you know. Many of you know how you have failed because you stood by yourself or you were outside of your system for a long time. But you, you took that holiday, you were tired, and then you went and in three weeks. You reversed what you had built in three months of prayer, fasting, fellowship, giving, prophetic sacrifices, and all of that. Look at your neighbor and say, never again, never again, never again. These guys know what we do, the ants. In fact, one wise man said, go to the ants who saw that. Have you seen those ants before? Those ants, they like, you can crush the ants. You can, you can see, they have blood. They have syrup in there, but they have blah, 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 nothing. But do you know an ant can take over your room? 
you just see all the acts they just line up line up line up line up before you know it there's a long file i prophesy under god as we engage the wisdom of the tribes guess what's going to happen kings will just start lining up line up line up we just start seeing kings tech bro here texas there social impact there ngo there grants here investment there angel investors here in the name of jesus the ads they align themselves and they can lift watch this now one study says the ants can lift up to 30 times the weight of their body when they are in tribes up to 30 times when they're in charge so that means that if you have 100 ants those 100 ants and let's say their weight together is 100 grams the 100 ants can now weigh three kilograms Right, they can now carry three kilograms. Let me tell you something. You will carry something this year. You will carry something. Not just spiritual, but also physical, material. You will carry substance in the name of Jesus. And why is this important? I need to run. I feel a prophecy. Why is it important? Because God wants his name to be in every tribe. God wants his name. Please, somebody, please, quickly. Please give me Jeremy 12 verse 5. To be like, I'm an ant. Do you know that if those ants feel like I'm nothing, I'm not important, and all of them disengage, nothing will get moved. But look at your sugar now. They've entered your sugar. They've entered your bed. They have entered your clothes. They've entered your shoes. They've entered what ordinary ants. You might be like an ant, but if you have gods in the right place, you're going to have GI ants. God in ants, giants. God inside ants. I'm a giant. Amen? See, German, uh, 12 5. When you shall seek the place where the, the Lord your God chooses out of all your tribes to put his name for his dwelling place, and there you shall go. So God wants every tribe, God wants tech to have Jesus. God wants social impact to have Jesus. Not only the milk of human kindness, humanism talk, you know, love and light. Who is the love? Who is the light? We're here now. Also, I started things teaching uh, first week in November. He wants his name in fashion. He wants his name in medicine. He wants his name everywhere. He wants his name everywhere. Glory to God. So the next one is Deuteronomy 16, 18. Ah, that's sorry, I'm sorry. 16, 18. Thanks, I'll go for that. You shall appoint judges and officers where? In all your gates, which the Lord your God gives you, according to your tribes, and they shall judge the people with just judgment. See, many things that people want to see before, a CPLT for, or see Pastor Vicky or Pastor Larry or Minister Ocho or so forth. You don't need to see us. You know why? The solution is with a judge at the gates. At the gates. He said he shall appoint judges and officers in all your gates. All your access points. He says God is going to give you those gates. That means the gates of all will not prevail, but the gates of God will prevail. And it says those gates are according to tribes. So things will enter into kings through tribes. Some people will join kings through tribes, and then kings member, members will find their way. Come on, is this blessing somebody like is blessing me? 
Chiefs members will find their way into influence, impact, income in the culture through the gates because gates allow things to come in and gates allow things to go out. You see, uh, I need to run. Please quickly give us uh, Revelation 21 verse 12. In the tribes, you will see the wisdom of God in somebody you've been walking by every day. Like this one, this one, this one is not serious with God now. He just he has the wisdom of God. He may not be as articulate, as consistent as you've been. Me, because part of what he's been waiting for is can I just have a smaller circle that does not have a textbook like Master Life? Who's in the now? Give me uh if you can be, before I read Acts 1 3, give me Revelation 21 verse 12 very quickly. Revelation 21 verse 12. Yes, see that. Also, she had a great and high wall, it's called the city of Aha, because places, people are places, and places are like people, but I don't want to teach that today. Also, she had a great and high wall with what? 12 gates. I believe that the height of the heavenly Jerusalem is about a thousand five hundred miles. It's a cube. It's a thousand five hundred miles long, a thousand five hundred miles wide, a thousand five hundred miles high. It's a huge, ginormous cube that carries the glory of God. Reflect it. Let's not describe it for today. But see this now. It said twelve gates, twelve angels where. At the gates, and what is written? The names written on them. What are the names? They are the names of the common somebody. Somebody feel God where you are. It said they are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. So Jacob, you thought it was your wrestling that gave you the influence to become a nation. No. You are living out of scripts. I already got the heavenly Jerusalem plan. I already have the names of chosen Israel plan. Come on, people. Which means God is saying there are things I've already planned concerning you, but there are gates you must pass through. There are access points. And one of the new next things we must do as kings is to go through the gates of tribes. Write down Acts 1, 3 to 8. I can't go there because of time, but write it down. Uh, oof, I'm, I'm, I just love the words. I'm tempted to go there. But just read it. Just read it. <laughs> he showed himself uh, alive too many after suffering by many infallible proofs, 40 days and whatever. Sorry, no, whatever. Read the word. <laughs> it spoke to them concerning the kingdom. He said, but you shall receive power. Watch that now. When the Holy Spirit, verse 8, has come upon you, then you will be my wit. W-I-T. Wisdom and tribes. My witnesses. You will be my witnesses. Word in tribes. My witnesses. You will be my witnesses where? In Judea, in Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. Different levels of closeness and intimacy. Where is Jerusalem? Jerusalem is where, watch this now, the temple is, the priests are, the spirit, Koko people are. Judea is a bigger town. So it's a mix of temple priests and rabbis and Jewish teachers and some salespeople. But Samaria 
there is no miserable no God. God says, I want my power not only to be in the temple of core believers, in the midst most of believers and secular people, but also in the heathenistic nations. Come on. I also want my power to be everywhere. And the way you will carry that power is not necessarily by planting a church on every street, on every tree, on every, but by planting Christ in every space. Drop, a, drop, drop something if you feel this now. Drop it like it's like it's up. I can't teach you this one because if I teach this one. But give it to me anyway. Give it to me. Mark 6, 35 to 43. I can't teach you about Some of you know this word has been in my spirit because I'm incubating a new level of multiplication. So I have to stay on, on the word that speaks about multiplication. Look at somebody say we'll multiply. Will multiply, and they can also type this. Will multiply, will multiply, right? So whenever you're trusting God for a new level of something, you have to have anchor scriptures that you are incubating, you're sitting on, you're dwelling on. Let me go. What happened here? When you read that text, you're going to see that Mark six thirty five forty three. Bring what you have. Then he said to them, "See what he said. He said, get them to sit down." Get them to sit down and get them to sit down in groups. He said, get them to sit down in groups. Get them to sit down in groups. Write this down. Some of your growth is in groups. This is the reason the enemy always fights in groups. Because God has wired a dimension of growth into groups. There's some part of your body that will be called diseased if you don't function as a group. Those groups are called systems. The day the nostrils and the lungs start fighting, the body will die. Will begin to die. Are you here now? The day the hearts and axillaries or, or veins start fighting, capillaries and all of that, the circulatory system begins to diminish. The day the esophagus say, I'm not so far gossing to the stomach any longer, you see them now. See, discern the divisions the enemy is trying to introduce in your life. Discern them. Oh, that girl is going to see you. Discern them. The enemy doesn't fight relationships that don't hold much value to your destiny. Doesn't. That's why even when you fight, before you finally cancel and cancel and cancel, make sure you've done what you can and make sure that you leave that door open for God. If you, <laughs> I don't know, except the person is trying to kill you, okay? The person is trying to kill you or the person is obviously recalcitrant and just demonic, you know, because people can also open themselves up to dem demons. Just distance yourself and love them from afar. Go as far as the cross. Love them from the cross. Amen. I'm saying if you have a sense of destiny and connection and you know that the season is not over because again, you can have a sense of destiny and connection and the season is over. You are the one trying to keep it alive. It's over, dead and gone. Move on. Alright? So they sat down in groups. Now imagine somebody. So what did Jesus do? Jesus took the loaves of bread, gave God thanks. Jesus did not watch this. The Bible does not give us any account that Jesus served the bread themselves. Jesus did not serve them the bread, but everybody was fed by the bread that he bred as he led and he fed. Come on, deal with it. A lot of rhymes, but deal with it. In other words, we're coming to a season 
where Peter's might not give you a personal word beyond Sunday. But that word that he has preached on Sunday, he has breathed into it and committed into the hands of pastors and ministers who have committed into the hands of team leads and tribal leaders who are now committed. So what was happening was as they broke the bread in multiply. Let me share, let me ask you guys a question. Do you know, how many of you know that when we do review, Sunday evenings, as we're breaking the bread, we do review. How many of you, just be honest, sometimes you actually see a line that you missed during the service. Okay, did Peter say this today? I, I didn't, oh, really? Did Peter say this? I didn't even hear that. One. Number two, how many of you know sometimes there's a way that person has now phrased it in their own word that is different from what I said, what Peter said, or what other, other pastors said, but even though it stands for what we said, it's not a different revelation by itself, and it's so powerful. How many of you know that sometimes when you catch up with your, your bestie or your sis or your bro, oh, by the way, and you're dwelling on that word, new revelation of what is happening, the bread is multiplying. Come on. Everybody say, what is happening? The bread is multiplying, happening, multiplying, happening, multiplying. That's what's happening. Because the growth is in the go. The growth is in the come on. The growth is in the the growth is in the the growth is in the go. That's what's happening. Quickly, I can't even teach this one, but let's follow. Do you know that? Let me show you what. Do you know that everybody was fed? They had abundance. Everybody. Everybody was fed. Everybody was fed. Everybody. Look at somebody. Say, join the tribe. Let me just announce this. I was going to make a whole slide by it. Do you know that even Jesus came from a tribe? Ask your neighbor. Tag somebody. Say, where's your tribe? Where's your tribe? And let them answer. Even Jesus is called the lion, but not a loose lion divine people everywhere. He's in the lion of the tribe of Judah. This is the reason. Watch this. I am joining the tribe. And I'm joining the tribe. I'm not going to be the leader of that tribe. I'm going to have a tribal leader. Amen? I'm joining the tribe. I'm not going to mention the tribe. I'm joining. So you're going to be like, ah, that's good. Let me go and join. Join the tribe that is coming from your heart. All right. Now, finally, why? What are the benefits of these tribes? Many benefits, but I at least get ten here. But I can't go in deep. Another time we'll go. These are the things we want to. We want to create presentations like this. Go through things like this, and then have them on our online portal. That's a big priority next year. Or on our online portal, how do we take prayers? What are the four essential things that must be in every prayer session? What are the things that every service must comprise of? Tribes. Why do we do tribes? All of those things. Okay. Number one, being. Many of you, either because of religion or culture or trauma from your own church or your own pastor or whatever, you are not yourself on Sunday mornings. You are not yourself. Some of you. You don't know how to be. So you feel like church faces are mostly very serious even when I'm not understanding what's going on. But in a tribe where you feel like people get me here, all small weirdos like this, you know, let me just heal. You can be yourself. God wants to be. And he will need more than I Number two, a sense of belonging. If you have 330 people on a Sunday in those three services, chances are that I'm going to notice, I might notice, I might remember 
10 to 15 people that were not there. But they are perfectly there fighting that were not there. So what happens is, I notice 10 to 15 people notice an extra five apart from the 10 to 15 I noticed, or maybe another 10. But there's a 20 that none of us saw. <laughs> are you here? And the leaders are focusing on their own teams and their own directors and all of that. But the congregants, so if you have a friend who's not on a team, this is not just for 17 members, it's actually even more for the general congregants. They need to be here. If there's a tribe, we know, okay, guys, travel meeting, who was in church on Sunday? Who was at the Garden of Kings on Sunday? Who was not there? Oh, you're not there. What happened? Oh, my fish died. The grandmother's girlfriend of my, uh, the girlfriend of the grandmother, God forbid, the girlfriend of the grandfather of my, the last born of my cat died. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow, you're, you're the last, the girlfriend of your grandmother of the last cat of, oh, wow. Oh, the Lord is with you. They can minister immediately. And so that room for offense of the Lord care about me. Nobody will notice I was not there. And then when we now see the person three or four weeks later, anybody here will see the person three or four weeks later, he's been on my mind, you know, which is true. He crossed your mind to call, but as you're about to call, notifications came that were very urgent. Somebody was in the hospital in there to rush there. So all of a sudden he forgot to call the person, remember. So next time you go see the person, is that big service person that finally comes for prayer meeting or prophetic service or whatever. And then what did PLT say? Did PLT say something? Who wants to leave PS <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Um, uh, I'll be a good tribe member, trust me. Anything I do, I do well. And I will not take over the class. So, so uh, you see, <laughs> you, so the next thing that you're going to see is, how are you? Has this happened to you in Kings or anywhere? You've been on my mind. I wanted to call you. It's true. You are not lying. But something came up. But if the person belonged to a tribe, then... All of us would have to face that embarrassment of no pastor call, no minister call, no team lead call, even the team members were like everybody for his own, on his own. In the tribe of 20 or 30 people, we're going to split it anyway. The next time we do, we won't start with the 20 or so. Some tribes have 11, some have like 25. In a tribe of 15 or 20 people, it's easy for us to say, who was not here? We'll do a roll call, attendance, and all of that. Number four, becoming. Some of us need to build our confidence, build our character, build accountability, and we don't want to be exposed to everywhere, so we become. Number five, behaving. We learn how to behave. I learned how to preach at my family altar. I did not know God had a plan for me to be a preacher. I didn't even know what that was, right? But my dad created a system where everybody had to speak from when you're about seven, eight. You're either going to say a prayer, read a Bible verse, teach, and all. By the time you're nine, ten, you are actually doing the exhortation in rotations. We were seven. Him, his wife, my mom, that is. Two parents, five children. So, Okari, Odekari, Uriah Kari. You see the now? That's it. Cash and carry. So we cashed out in the spirit because we learned to carry things. And now we have a lot of television beyond telepathy. Number six, bearing. Bearing fruits and burdens. When you learn to find your voice in a tribe, in a small group, then what happens is you have people that share your burdens, right? People that feel you. See, I can tell you all about, oh, how growing up as a creative and all that. I didn't know there was a name for it. But recording something in the studio, 
having set up the lights myself, edits myself. See, I see all of that. Someone who's a tailor might not really understand. Someone who's a lawyer might not really understand. Someone who's a medical doctor, social advisor, like, yeah, that's all we do. But a person who's a creative gets it. He knows what it is for you to have recorded and then the battery died. And it's one of those cameras that does not see what you have recorded for 30 minutes. The person can feel the burdens of your heart. Are you seeing that? <laughs> now you shot a five minute video where it took you two hours to edit it. The person understands that. We see that now. So, and then we'll be afraid and we'll be, oh yeah. <laughs> and you didn't press record. That's the worst. The worst. And you're just talking to yourself thinking, you yeah, can't carry something. So what about or no sound? You see, my, my tribe. See, my tribe members are already busy. I just use an example. But that's the, the proof. That's the proof. We feel that burden. The guy with social work, you can talk about oh how you know they almost beat you to pulp just because you didn't give them pulpy, they decided to turn you to pulpy. Right? You can feel that. Then blessing. There's a blessing of that. So for there, the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Breakthrough, I'm listening to a close. And then building. What's breakthrough? I, I know this about small group prayers. Whenever you belong to a core group and you guys pray together, things happen. When the hearts are connected, you can feel the burden. So we're going to see a lot of breakthroughs. We're going to see a lot of that. You will just say, oh guys, I'm trusting God for this contract. I'm trusting God for this presentation. By the way, I think we have about three or four award nominations in Kings right now. I'm going to get the permission of the people to put out the information so that we can all pray along and vote along if for those that are vote-based. And I think all of them are women, if I remember. That's great. So proud. So we come together and we break through. Not for nine. We are built up. We're building relationships, building ties, building connections, building muscle, building momentum. And number 10, new beginnings. Build new beginnings. How do you make the most of tribes? This is intellectual property. Don't sell it anywhere. There's an acronym that I came out. I love acronyms. I came up with an acronym a while ago, and then I rejected it just for this. For this. Um, if you're going to make the most of the your tribe, this eight things, but you can remember them in first. Number one, we're vulnerable and we're valuable. Why do I put them together? Because there's some people in group dynamics. They are always vulnerable, but they are never valuable. I had a very tough day today. Everybody pray for me. Don't let that be you. Not every time tough day. Not every time you are the one that needs money. Not every time you are the one that the devil is fighting. All of us so are fighting. So, if we're doing a four-week term, be vulnerable two weeks, one week be neutral, the final week be uh, valuable. Uh, every time. This one is happening to that one that is happening to this one. Don't let me teach this the way it's doing me. But what's value? Bring, contribute something, share a link, post a, a piece of information, give an idea, a suggestion, volunteer with you know, on someone's project. A, authentic and attentive. No forming. If you don't want to talk, don't talk. But if you want to talk, say the truth. Don't lie. Don't say, guys, listen, don't try to encourage us with okay and guys we prayed last week and you can't believe what just happened with this week oh that's how someone just gave me 10 million why are you lying just to encourage people you say so that they will know that god is there we don't need your lies to show that god is there 
if it's 10k that came just say ah get on the go for that one m will go at least 10k came today praise the lord why are you lying though even though even though number and then be attentive because at least two of those sessions are going to be online possibly three but at least two don't get distracted with this device right don't let your device become a device of the enemy be attentive number three spiritual be spiritual and supportive let's be spiritual and supportive um we know what that is number four the teacher so be spiritual of course we want banter one but don't turn it into gists don't turn it into casual talk and careless talk of course we're going to be humorous have fun but the main thing is the main thing is the main thing don't turn your tribe into like a full-blown comedy show stable and trustworthy so regardless of who you are i don't whether you are arch pastor arch pastor whatever if you want to try don't pull your your social clout or your spiritual experiences to override people there all of us are learning from everybody glory to god i mean that's close how was this how was this tell me real quick how was this we proclaim your blessings god upon us we pro proclaim your life and your light upon us we proclaim your glory and your gospel upon us in the name of jesus we affirm that this will be truly transformational it will be so powerful so helpful all of our lives will flourish in magnificent ways we will reap the harvest of souls of spaces and substance who will enter into the crosses of the earth and manifest the glories of the kingdom in untold dimension this indeed will become a landmark and a traceable pivotal point that then galvanizes a new level of expansion dominion authority and influence in the earth and across nations of the of the world we give you praise our father in jesus name we have prayed amen and amen and amen and amen 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 and amen and amen and amen 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 and amen and amen and amen 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 and amen and amen I just get excited spontaneously, right? It's the child in me. Bob says the people like us. <laughs> Bless you guys. Love you all. Please pray. Um, and for those who have not filled the form, now that you have an understanding, please recruit people. Recruit people. Recruit people. Love you guys too. Love you. Recruit people. People need this thing. Family members, people that are not members of teams, recruit them. Let's reach our people. All right, I gotta. We gotta go. Um, really, just try and make sure. We, yeah, bless you all. So, master lifers and all the rest. Guys will tell you uh, your leaders. Tell you what to do. And teams will tell you what to do and everything. Hey, group hug, group hug, everybody, group hug, tribe hug, tribe hug, everybody, tribe, 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 tribe. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org. And send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing. Someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.